This is exactly right. I'm Babs Gray, and I'm not going to become a mother during this time, but I did wake up at 7 a.m. to watch videos on how to install AstroTurf, so quarantine's going to make dads of us all, baby. Woo! Uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and uh, I'd like to know what everyone is making their Wilson out of. Mine's a pillowcase filled with presents from my exes wrapped in a heated blanket with a picture of Ryan Reynolds on a baseball. I'm Tess Barker, and people are never surprised that I went to a Montessori school. Is this a compliment or an insult? (laughs) (laughs) And this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. Hello. Oh my God. Let's get to our guest. So excited to have her on the show. She needs no introduction, but we'll give her one. Please welcome Maria Bamford. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me on the Lady to Lady podcast. Thanks, Maria. It's so good to see you. Uh Oh, Jay, nice to see you as well. And uh, uh, it's um, what's everybody had for breakfast? Oh, I did slow-cooked oats today. You know that that Mitch Hedberg Ooh, nice. joke about the instant oatmeal and then you don't do shit? I yeah. was like, well, I have time to make real oatmeal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I, I did the 40-minute oatmeal, and it, it was really good. What did you guys have? Yeah, what was your uh, breakfast, Maria? Well, I – and this is going to be a mistake later on. I had, <laughs> I had quick oats with just milk – and Bramfley, because I like the taste of quick oats when they're not cooked. Oh, Ooh, but then that's problematic with my relationship. <laughs> <laughs> I do like uh, it. I do those overnight oats, and those aren't cooked, and I think that they're delicious. So I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, pretty tasty. Yeah. yeah, well, I always feel like they cook in my tum-tum. That's what oh. I think that's fair. <laughs> Mama, yeah. Got a tiny oven going on. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. My <laughs> husband has become a picky eater. Not, I mean, like it's At not his fault. Time? I know. Wrong time. Wrong time <laughs> I'm to do that. I'm using the wrong word. It's not necessarily picky, but his stomach is disagreeing with certain things, and I'm like, well, we only have the groceries that are in the house, so yes. you just have to have diarrhea. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel I feel like men are are used to diarrhea, though. I feel like yeah. men don't have strong bowel movements very often because they eat badly most of the time. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I don't, don't think this is all. This is not all. This is. Oh, I will okay. stand for a not all men moment. <laughs> okay. All right. Just every male bathroom I've ever been in, I'm just like, I just what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, yeah there's definitely something going on. There's something in the water that the Gatorade they're drinking that's <laughs> out there. Yeah, true. <laughs> Their poops. Um, yeah. What did I have for breakfast? I didn't eat breakfast. I I was fasting. Everyone. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I mean, dude. Yeah. Oh no. I know. I know. That's I'm sorry. the correct reaction. Okay. Get swole, dude. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I just was like, you know, I'm just a train. When I start eating, I don't stop. So I'm tr- starting to, trying to start the train later in the day. That's all. There you go. <laughs> I hear that. Fair, fair. <laughs> so I can get this study. caboose in. All right. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't really. I just had coffee and stuff. And now I just ate uh, leftover almond crusted chicken tenders. 
and Ooh, yeah, fancy. some cookies I made last night. So I made up for it. You know? Yeah. I also for lunch just ate some pasta with my hands. <gasps> Great. Oh my goodness. Also Wait, good. I've never done that. Well, it was like leftover from last night. So I just went in the fridge and like, Oh, I see. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a sit-down meal. Of- no, it was certainly not a sit-down meal. <laughs> no, it was more like an otter. You were like an otter using your <laughs> On your back. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I had. Oh, yeah. I had a green smoothie for breakfast. It was delightful. <gasps> what? That's yeah. admirable. Very good. Very yeah. good. Trying to be pretty good about them um, for the most part. I keep buying all this produce, and I'm like, it can't go bad in a pandemic. You got to get through it. So I'm just blending, <laughs> blending it yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, for me, this has been an opportunity to really face my food hoarding and actually <laughs> eat the food that's in the freezer because I, yeah. uh, it's like, I was like, we got to go through this stuff. I cannot go buy more food. I have no justification. Yeah, no. We have to actually <laughs> use this bag of blueberries that's been in here for two years. So... It's, we're doing it. I yeah. feel good. We're doing it. It's very, been very interesting for me how often my my uh, my impulse to just want to go to Target to walk around is. And I'm like, oh, you just can't do it. Okay. I guess I'll just walk around the block a bunch. Isn't Target open? I thought our Target was open because oh. of the grocery. Oh, yeah. It, it is. It is open. It's just, you know, I it's just go like to go. To. Yeah. You're not going to go unless you need to. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. Target is like a wonderful museum of things that I will never buy, but they're keeping them lit and clean for me. <laughs> you know, all organized. And What do you want that you'll never, well, what do you mean that you'll never oh, buy? Oh, all the clothes, like everything doesn't, nothing fits me that, you know, it's always feels like, I, I mean, I've bought so many things there and then I'm like, oh no, I have to iron it. Um, <laughs> or uh, yeah, or it has a, a big pooch on the side or something like that. So, but I love to see it. God, I love to I see it. And then I touch all the clothes. I touch it. Touch really all the good. clothes. Really mm. good art direction in Target. Really good, <laughs> yeah. like, tableaus everywhere. Now you feel like this because they re- did redo, you know, everyone's forgotten about the... The redoing. I have not forgotten. I did not forget about this. No, 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 no. I miss miss the old Target. Every time I go in there, I'm a little bit sad. They play music now. They never used to play music. Oh, really? I didn't know they had a redo. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The Eagle Rock one got, I mean, most of them did, but that one had especially. uh, I think there was a nationwide mandate to redo all of the targets because I've subsequently been to other locations and it seems like they're all undergoing. Yeah, they basically gentrified them in the way that they tried to make them look cooler, like a cooler. Oh, okay, okay, (laughs) okay. They were like, we're going to hip, make Target more hip. And you're like, Target is. Target shouldn't be hip. hip. Target is for everyone. Oh, I was yes. like, it was already hip. I, I mean, it is. I know. Yeah, it I is hip, and like, na- it was naturally hip because everyone was drawn to it. Oh, I got my first pair of jeans at Target. So really? Awesome. Yeah, Gloria Vanderbilt. It's no big deal. Who cares? Wow. Nobody cares. Oh, wow. Damn, Maria. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> you guys, do you guys ever have you guys ever bought t- jeans at Costco? Because I think my mother has bought them for me there before. Thank you. And there's no way to <laughs> there's no way to try and close at Costco, right? You just fucking no. you're just going for it. You take your chances. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But your chances. I, I don't. I've never gotten lady jeans there, but uh, my ex, my ex, uh, used to have jeans from uh, from Costco, and they were like the only ones that I liked that he had. Oh. So, oh. oh, they got decent stuff there. I'm a big. They do. Big it's just Costco like fan. you're really just like I guess that this might. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is for people who know their measurements and act, they're actually the same in certain places. I feel like guys have an easier time with that. 
Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. The gene expectation for men, like so many other things, is so much lower. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it just kind of fits on your legs, then we'll call it a win. Whereas yeah, yeah, we're yeah. looking for like an exact, precise, you know, sculpting of the body. You got a target. It's true. For that. It's true. <laughs> I've never. I've only been to Costco once. Really? I, it seemed like it was an unattainable goal. Like. Like somehow, I'd, in order to be a part of it, I'd have to have a big family or a restaurant that I was running. But that's not the thing, is it? That does make sense because I had I had a membership last year, and I was like, "I'm a single woman. Why the hell do I have this? Like, I don't. <laughs> I'm never going to use all of this shit." So yeah, it doesn't really make sense. Like unless, but it just feel again, it's like Target. It feels good. You're like, yeah, okay. I don't know why this is just comforting. I For will sure. say I don't have that experience. Like Costco gives me severe anxiety. Like Target, I find very soothing, but right. Costco, I feel like I'm at an airport of a place I never intended to travel is to. It, no. Is it just the, wear, the warehouse feeling? The warehouse feeling, nothing. I feel like the organization is very willy-nilly. It'll be like buckets of pretzels and then pants and then, you, you know, nothing's labeled. I, I really actually hate Costco. Okay. <laughs> I like the, free food. the samples. I like the free food. I, I, I sometimes will go in just for the free food. I do they, like got a, they got a phone that you can call and then yeah. they will have a pizza ready for you when you leave. They got a pizza phone, Maria. It's magical. That is wonderful. <laughs> I, well, we had a roommate for a while, Brian Volke. Anybody know Brian? Oh Volke? yeah, I love Brian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian. Um, he good dips, and he would tell mm. us terrible stories of people getting into big fruit fights, uh, where <laughs> there was like uh, uh, in a certain area at Costco, and I can't remember which one, but it was a, a few different Asian communities together who would mm-hmm. sometimes fight amongst each other uh for different kinds of uh fruit wow <laughs> that sounds worth it again see i would go to, a show yeah i would go and i would get all the free samples and just sit on the side and just watch and just eat my free samples oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that would be a delightful sunday when you first said fruit fright fruit fight i was kind of picturing like what they do in spain with the tomatoes Oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but with fruit. No, I think yeah, and I think this is like one woman has a guava and she says, You I had my eye on that. And then there's I don't know if there's wrestling, uh, <laughs> but there's certainly uh, a verbal uh tiff. Right. I would say starts with verbal and perhaps gets to wrestling like yeah. Depending on how ripe the guava is, you know? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Hard to get a good guava. It really is. It is. I am it walking is. around the neighborhood a lot and seeing, like, so many fruit trees that are mm-hmm. don't pe- appear to being being picked. And I'm just like, what are the rules here? What are the rules with picking some? I know it's, like, illegal, but I'm saying in quarantine where I'm like, I just want one lemon or, like, a few oranges. Oh, go grab them. Live off get the lemon. Yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah. 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 We There's have the a one kumquat on the night fruit tree. Raid. Outside mm-hmm. of our house, we have a kumquat tree, which like is not just the best name for a fruit. First of all, I don't even know what a kum. I don't even know if I've eaten one ever. It's very um, tasty. You oh, use yeah. them for marmalade. They're oh, like okay. really tart little like citruses. Ooh, but someone asked me the other day. They like hollered through the window, like, "Hey, can I have some of your kumquats?" And I was like, "Oh my god, of course! You don't even have to ask. What am I going to eat all these kumquats?" <laughs> <laughs> the name of your album <laughs> maria you're making a face have you heard of a hum- kumquat before <laughs> i i don't i don't know if i've seen one before uh they but, look like um, little oranges sort of yeah 
oh, okay. Yeah, I probably haven't had one. I stick to, yeah, pretty normal. Not one was I saying. I was about to say normal fruit. Wow. Well, in our normal <laughs> that, Wow. Maria, wow. Mary Bamford canceled on Lady to Lady. Yeah, wow. canceled. <laughs> totally canceled. Yeah. Oh, you're not open to a cloudberry? Because huh, <laughs> it's Swedish, you asshole. Um, um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I like a banoon. I like a banoon and an orange and apple. The things that are regularly available at uh, liquor stores and gas stations. Those are the three, yes. you know, the three majors. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite apple, Maria? Uh, ones that aren't wrapped in plastic and then then a surprise brown when you when you chomp in oh, that happens oh, yeah a truck stop a stop apple oh i know that's oh. like when you're trying to eat healthy on the road and you're like i'm gonna do it i'm getting the i'm getting the truck stop apple i'm gonna eat this person <laughs> and then that's that's what you get that's what you get yeah. trying to be it's mealy but it's not a meal no. it's not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, <laughs> so this is the week when they said like really if you go out you have to be wearing a mask in california um, yes what are your what are your guys looks what do we got for quarantine like looks Ooh, maria's oh, very got a good nice one. i like that oh that's a good it's, wait let me see so you're using like a fashion scarf it's a fashion scarf oh that's we, nice we ordered some online from this guy who's selling masks um that have a uh, devo a, a devo oh monkey on it with a devo oh. hat so, nice. but, but that's, that's off that sea. I mean, that's going to take weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, wow. I didn't think about Etsy must be a whole scramble for mass, mass competition right now. Oh, absolutely. Any, any lady with a sewing machine in an Etsy shop is going balls. This is World War II for mask makers. They're getting into <laughs> World it. War II for everything. Well, yeah. yeah. In general. Hey, yeah. can I ask you guys, what are you guys doing for anxiety, like, in terms of like career anxiety during yeah. this time, yeah, well, uh, <laughs> that's a good question. I have to say, I mean, I have felt like, and I've been trying to just honor it, but I felt like pretty compelled to write. Oh, yay! That's awesome. So, and I think, I mean, I've been meditate. I usually meditate every day anyway, but I've been like kicking it way up. So I've been like meditating like two or three times a day. Oh shit! Which I think I know. That's <laughs> what else do I have to do? Every time I'm like not going to do it, I'm like, well, what else are you going to do? You know? Yeah. So I think that's been helping. Um, and then I'm doing. I I wish I was doing more like online shows. That's something that I want to because I'm really really missing like performing. Like like to be writing without performing feels very like sexually frustrating. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you're writing like jokes, or you're you're writing jokes and like. I'm writing stuff. jokes and I just finished a draft of a play last night. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. wow. Damn. That's awesome. I mean, uh, it could yeah. all go away tomorrow, but. <laughs> yeah, no, no. yeah. No. Yeah, okay. I think that's what your brain's at. Go for it. I mean, I've been, I've like kind of been doing the opposite where like the online shows aren't very appealing to me personally. Mm-hmm, so sure. I'm just, I'm just going to be like, all right, well, I'm just going to focus on, on other stuff right now. And like been journaling a lot. Um, been kind of like more focusing on like my physical health to be like, all right, I'm just going to like. Because, you know, we're not home that much, this period of time for that often. So I'm like, let me just take a couple of weeks and just, like, very seriously, like, work out every day, like, go for walks, mm-hmm. like, just kind of, like, do yoga, like, kind of just take care of myself mentally in that way, keep my dopamine up, because, like, I'm prone to depression. So I'm kind of yeah, just like, yeah. all right, let's just, yeah. like, take things on hold. You know, I'm talking talking about a couple of, like, other 
projects and stuff that I'm like, oh, I actually have the time to think about this right now, but kind of put a little bit of a pause in stand up. I don't really, I've realized that, like, I don't, I don't miss the performing. I miss being around people at shows. Mm-hmm. And, oh, that's and, lovely. And I, I genuinely, you know, I was, I was talking to my roommate about this the other day and I was like, oh, if, if it's, if, if comedy is just digital online, then I don't, I'm not really interested in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, like I like traveling is, is such a big part of it to me that like that, and that calms me down so much that it's like, right. oh yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I don't really miss it. Wow. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's very good. Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Suddenly, suddenly I've become a I'm so sorry. No, no really, I like this. I love talking lose. about this stuff. Um, yeah, that's great. Yeah, I you know it's interesting because I actually felt really not great about um career stuff like the last, I don't know, year or whatever anyway. I felt like I was becoming a hermit and I wasn't doing it enough and I kind of was feeling really shitty about that. So this has actually been a nice kind of thing to have because I haven't been feeling guilty at night about not going out because I'm like, hey, like right. yeah. so yeah. I'd be sitting at home being like you should go this you should go to the comedy store you should do that you should do that and taking away all of that pressure has been like so nice to just be like well you fucking can't so don't worry about it um I do I feel lucky because yeah we started like Teresa Lee had suggested doing this comedy quarantine one-off show that you guys all did um and like we that started off something that I wasn't expecting, which was now we do a show pretty much every night. And that has been really helpful. And it, it's weird because I did think like, oh, this isn't going to like help me like stand up does. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same, obviously, but it has been really helpful. And also it's kind of like, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't drive all the way across town to do five minutes for three people who don't give a shit. Like if I'm yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. kind of nice to like go to my corner in my, room and at least like do it and be like oh well I'm getting the same feeling I would from some shitty show that like I at least am not spending money on performing at you know so yeah. that's kind of I'm I'm feeling pretty good about that and like I haven't been doing the other creative stuff as much as I would like or whatever but physically yeah I've been working out a lot and finally getting to the point where I can feel it affecting me which is like so amazing because it's been years since like I've done it enough to like feel better from it you know mm-hmm. so now that I feel that I'm like really like really like focusing on making sure I get that in most days and you know yeah yeah so Maria Maria Maria. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sam the Eagle Um, uh, uh, yeah I could gosh I can totally relate with all of the things you guys are saying like I I love that I don't have to go out I'm just like I'm delighted by that because I there's something like I don't know if it's because now I have, I'm married and at home, like it's, it, I don't really want to leave my house that much. Um, and when I, I think when I, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Um, but yeah, I'm just, it's just so nice to, to be at home. Uh, I, I've been doing a Zoom show every day and that's, it has helped me even though I dread it. I dread it every day. Yeah. Uh, I feel so good after I've done it. And um, so that's been just to feel sort of youth. I mean, that, that's been good in a lot of ways. Like I go, okay. Um, in some ways I've been more performing more, uh, than ever on some level, but, but it, yeah, it isn't the same. Like I can't hear laughs or, or I can hear too many laughs and I'm like, Oh God, cacophony. <laughs> and, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the drug that makes comedy so addictive is obviously the laughter. So it it feels a little bit like a, what's that drug when you're trying to get off heroin? Yeah. (laughs) uh, Methadone? Yeah. It feels like a little bit like methadone. It definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, yeah, I'm like, it's better than nothing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I had had a friend come over just to visit. She was uh, like six feet away from me. And I said, can you, can I please do my stand up for you? Uh, <laughs> just like on the driveway. And, she, and she's a great laugher. And it, I felt so, I mean, I just felt so good afterwards. Like just to hear laughter in person yeah. is so lovely. Well, I feel like you kind of were, you were almost doing this before all this stuff because you regularly would meet people like one on one and do, right? Or no? Yeah. No, totally. Totally. I would do that. Yeah. Cause I, I, part of me because I don't have the ambition anymore to go out or to practice on my own anymore right mm-hmm. um, which I always had to do because I'm more of a theatrical type person like I I'm not a, I say things the same thing every single time right. same way so um yeah so I, I I did that before so it isn't too much different it's just the screen time is different I think uh, getting I think of being tired afterwards it is exhausting is the these these nightly yeah. like I was after we after I host the comedy quarantine one. I'm like I am so tired. Like ever, mm-hmm. I just want to like lay down. And yeah, there is a lot of energy to put out. Like when you're kind of just looking at a screen. Well, yeah. and I think like last night, you know, my husband and I we usually watch like one TV show every night at the end of the day. And like when we sat down to watch TV last night, I was just exhausted. Like I felt like someone had thrown me against a brick wall. And I was like, why mm-hmm. am I so tired? And then I remembered, oh yeah, everything. Yeah. 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 It's like we're still absorbing the psychic energy of everything that's going on on a macro level, whether we're really consciously putting our attention on that or not. Mm -hmm. That's kind of playing out in the background on top of whatever else we're engaging ourselves in. For sure. And so much of our engagement is coming from screens too, that it just feels like a screen just is so overwhelming at this point for me that like, I haven't, Mm. I don't think I've watched, I've watched anything in a couple of weeks. Like I, my TV is just like, honestly just been off. I just don't even want to. Oh, good for you, Brandy. I am (laughs) not doing that either. Oh, I mean, I'm also going on very long walks, but like, I'm, I'm definitely evening it up, evening it up with watching shit. Well, I do have like my my dog and my roommate's cat are still learning to get along, so that's kind of become the nightly TV show. Is just yeah. like watching them chase each other around and you figure guys out just their do friendship. Life commentary. On- yeah, basically, we're just like, okay, <laughs> make it a run around the room. Let's do. That's <laughs> kind of become it. Um, I I find I have the st- same anxieties that I usually have about career stuff. That you know, just in a different form. Like I'll go. I'll go, oh, I, sh- I probably should have done that, that Zoom comedy benefit. I, I just, uh, you know, like just, I'll have the guilt, but just now it's mm-hmm. about Zoom shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that stuff is really ingrained in us. You know, I think that's the other thing too, that's making me feel a little off sometimes is like how much of this is real and how much is, if this is me having an expectation for a reality that doesn't exist anymore. Right. Like, yeah, I just wrote a play. Yeah. When's the next time I'm going to be able to rent theater space? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if, the thing is yeah, that if sure. this does become longer than we hope or want, you know, if this mm-hmm. becomes a two-year thing, I don't fucking, I don't think it will, but whatever, I don't know. I'm not yeah. a scientist. Uh, I do think, like, people are obviously already coming up with very creative ways to, like, make things, mm-hmm. and, like, I do think that, I don't know, it'll, it'll be a new time, obviously, for, like, figuring out how people put, 
art out there and put show, you know, put things like that where it has to be kind of more than one person. I'm kind of curious to see how that works, you know, mm-hmm. if we if we keep going, because obviously we're gonna have to find some way to do it. Well, one thing I like, I hope that continues is that like, like people who are extroverts who put out like Jackie Cation, my friend, she puts out these Zoom meetings on text feeds, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, thank you. Okay, so I can see the faces. Like I'm just so like. <laughs> things that I don't normally get to do because I'm not willing mm-hmm. to drive like, uh, or yeah. Uh, it's like, Oh, I get to see all and hear from all these different comics. And like you guys, like I go, mm-hmm. Oh, I don't have to go someplace. And I hope that continues where it's like, you don't have to go to be a part of the community. Um, I do. Yeah. I like yeah, that. I do weird. like that aspect of it. It does make it just a lot easier, more accessible to a lot of people. So that yeah. is, that is nice. Yeah. Well, and like, I've realized I'm so fortunate to solve my grandparents and I've called them and like, I'm not as good about calling them as I should be. And like, that's something that I should stick with regardless of, you know, how this plays out. Like, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. like reaching out to people that I, you know, that's one of those things like my new year's resolution two years ago was to call my friends more often. Yeah. <laughs> Which I like didn't really make good on until this happened. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely are you making s- me communicate more with, with my you, family and stuff. Are you guys saying the quarantine was on your vision board? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I have to learn Spanish somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Duolingo! Oh, yeah. Sí, sí. Yeah, yeah. Sí, sí. <laughs> Un piquito <Como> español. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we, we have to take a short break, but we'll be right back, everybody. Okay, great. Okay, we're back on Lady to Lady. I'm Ba. I'm Brandy. <laughs> I'm Tess. I'm Maria. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got a whole, um, sorry, my thread, thread about what grocery stores people are going to is popping off right now, so I've got to oh, shit. this. Oh, what are the winners? What's happening? I don't know. Everyone's like, what are people doing for groceries this week? And I'm like, I'm fucking eating the frozen taquitos that I bought. Yeah, girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get it, get it. <laughs> I have a box of vegetables. I had to scurry to my mom's house, as I talked about last episode, but um, I have a box of vegetables arriving tomorrow that I'm like, I, I'm Ooh. so excited. I feel like my lover's <laughs> coming in on a train. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna stand out on the porch and like wave it in. <laughs> I I ordered those two in, a, in an effort to force myself to eat more vegetables. I'm doing it as well, so we'll see. We'll see how I fare. I've never eaten so well because I my uh, my husband uh, is cooking every oh, night. Yeah, yeah, like nice. and I was like. Yeah, you you keep on that. You do that <laughs> with all the yeah. Do that. Heck yeah. Um, does, he, yeah. does he have a dish that's like his specialty? Or anything, um, or? he does have a vegan uh, chili type of thing that Ooh. is awesome. We're not vegan at all, uh, but yeah, yeah. um, it's very good. And um, yeah, he's very meticulous. I never follow directions for recipes. Like I'll go, is milk really? Is that really a thing that I need to put into it? <laughs> and then uh, I'll ruin the whole thing. So uh, that's that's why I couldn't do improv or, or be a part of any sketch groups. Um, so yeah, no, he can follow recipes. So he's he yeah he's doing some beautiful work that I appreciate. 
I know I'm sort of like you, Maria, like, well, I, I cook kind of intuitively. Like I like to, I kind of taste as I'm cooking and, and see it tastes good. And I am vegetarian and my husband eats meat. So like I'm fine cooking and fish or chicken sometimes, but I, I don't feel like I can cook it as well because I, I'm like Beethoven composing, except I guess <laughs> he was good at that. Just <laughs> get it, George. Do you have like a separate meat pan? Yeah, I do. I got him a meat pan at Target actually. I would just do a George Foreman grill because they like cook everything perfectly. So you can just, oh, whoa. Do I sound like a robot? No. No. I'm hearing a robot sound. Wait. Oh, well, let me, my thing. There we go. Okay. I mean, you know, robots someday will sound like you. So that's true. <laughs> oh, that is something to think about. Yeah. <laughs> that's our next like- lady to lady merch. Lady to lady merch is you can buy one of our robots. <laughs> hey, do you, guys have late, do you have lady to lady merch left? Because I bought, I bought, I got a T-shirt and oh yeah, you what did other merch? What what kind of merch did you have left? Any left online? We, we've got yeah, we oh. have enamel pins that we're selling that are really oh, cute. They're like little pizza hearts. Yeah, those cute little pizza hearts. They're super fun. And then we also have um, like a, we we made these prayer candles for our Patreon. Um, okay that are really cool. And then we're going to sell the sticker pack so people can kind of make their own too. Oh shit. I got to get on your Patreon. I didn't know you had a Patreon. Um, I don't know what's going on in the world. Hmm. Oh, it's okay. Interesting. Oh, that's <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. It's been, it's been, do you do one? Maria? Uh, no, I, I signed up for a Patreon account and then I know my, I, I was a secretary for 10, 15 years. So I know that I administrative office work. I'm not very good at it. I can mm-hmm. do it. But um, I worry about the orders and the keeping track of, and yeah, I, uh, I, I am prone to letting people down. Um, yeah, it, and, and it's just so stressful for me. I, I used to do orders uh, myself, like fulfill all orders myself for t-shirts and stuff. And um, I tried to sell it that the, the lateness of the package and the poor packaging was a part of the added value. Smart. <laughs> Perfect. Said, hey, yeah, it's a, you, it's a special yeah. touch. This is real. I used I used uh, some kind of different kind of tape that isn't supposed to be used, and they almost wouldn't <laughs> oh, send no. it for me. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That was a, like, going to the post office and them going, "No, we're not going to send this." <laughs> I like that though, because the people who are ordering it is like it's a, like a special gift they're getting because they forgot they bought it. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Hopefully they forgot they bought it, and, <laughs> and you're like, like, oh my god, I, I forgot. Every yeah. time I go to the post office, I forget that you're supposed to bring your own tape. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, they you always get yeah. so mad there. at me. You can buy it there, which I do. Oh, I've dropped buy. a lot of money on post office tape, or I try to sweet talk <laughs> whoever's behind the counter into letting me. Yeah, yeah, because like, of course, if you buy it, if you buy it, you're gonna lose that roll two seconds later. So really, you're only just buying it for that one, yeah, that one package. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fulfilling it. Well, we learned our lesson because when we sold the prayer candles the first time, it was like a special deal for Patreon. So it was for whoever bought them, got on the Patreon with a certain amount of time, and we're like, okay, that'll be fine. And it took us so long. It took Mm -hmm. a full like two days for us to make and mail those things. It was insane. So yeah, yeah anything oh. you have to send yourself is very tough for sure. No, it, I, I did, um, one year I did piggy banks, puggy oh. banks, puggy banks. I did puggy, puggy banks. banks. Oh, cute. And, um, oh my God, what a, what a, that was a, uh, what is that called? Uh, fuck, fuck. 
something? Clusterfuck? Clusterfuck. Clusterfuck! <laughs> I forgot the word for it. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good. We all need to recognize, like, our, you know, as comedians, as performers, as whatever, yeah. there's shit we're good at and there's shit we're not. And doing the administrative stuff sucks. It's not anything yeah. anybody wants to do. We want oh, to do the performing awesome. side. Well, yeah. and I think if you are, like, I've, I've read many business books because I've been to the library and they're free. <laughs> and, uh, First business oh, tip, <laughs> library books are free. That's free. a great business tip. Keep your overhead down. Yes. I know business works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, d- d- downsizing. Um, I, yeah, that's one thing I also I know I'm just always going to be a small business because I don't, I, I don't like having uh, employees and stuff because I just get stressed mm-hmm. out. I don't know what to tell them. And then, yeah, because I, I realize, oh, you can grow your business. They're like, oh, they just hire someone, then they do the thing, and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, I don't want that." Because then I got it. Because I've I've had assistants before, and then that became just nightmarish. Of like, what do I do? And I'm like, I don't know. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> you just paying somebody thirty five dollars an hour to go. Why are you looking at me? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, it's a champagne problem. I'm sorry. Uh, but the champagne was dribbling so far into my fast in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have an assistant. It was too hard. <laughs> it's simply too I'm difficult. So, I'm so sorry. I'm, a, I'm an asshole. Sorry, Bubba. No, oh my no, God. No, no, you're great. Please. We're if you're an asshole, asshole, then what is the world? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know I was thinking I was like watching that fucking Joe Tiger whatever the hell's called Joe Exotic exotic, thing and like you know yeah it's an interesting show whatever it's a bunch of like you know it's a bunch of uh bad guys basically you don't know who they're all bad guys um but it's so good tagline they're all bad guys Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, they're all evil, and you're like, yeah, oh, nobody you here is okay. good. Nobody yeah. here is good. But it is <laughs> yeah. one of those things where I'm like, cool. Okay, well, we can. We're all going to glorify this, and then mean in the meantime, yeah, something I said on my podcast a decade ago is going to somebody's going to like unearth. And- <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it he, is. He said a lover to a tiger, but you said <laughs> something. Um. Yeah, that is. I, uh, yeah, that is scary. I mean, I like some of this stuff where it's like, because I've said things that have been called out and I'm grateful, like, because it's been kind of a learning thing where I go, oh, I don't course, know what I'm yeah. talk, talking about, but, um, but there is, yeah. Oh, no, of course there's a learning curve and we should all be, yeah. you know, respectful yeah. of people and stuff like that. But, but I, I, but I think you shouldn't be punished for like, you know. Yeah, some offhanded yeah. thing. Well, I feel like if you're approaching it from a place of like, hey, uh, I mean, you might not know this or not, like give somebody the benefit of the doubt to let them have that moment to grow versus like, <laughs> immediately just thinking the that you're like, you doubt. piece of shit. It's like, no, no, I just right, didn't know. Right. I just didn't know. And now I do. And I've adjusted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I, what I find it so funny is when people like they'll tag you and saying, yeah, you're horrible because you said this thing. And then mm. they totally forget about it. Yeah. Like. Then you, I'll you know, private message somebody later and say, "Hey, I'm so sorry that that affected you in a bad way or whatever." And I, I mm-hmm. apologize. I, I, I've hopefully I've learned. Is this what you meant? Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, "Oh, what? 
Oh, I didn't mean. I mean, I was just sorry. I don't know what I was thinking. That was just like it was late at night. I was tired. <laughs> and I've been like, like worried right, well, about it. I know. I'm like, well, I've been sitting over here obsessing over this. So that's yes. fun. <laughs> I mean, that's good that, I mean, I actually, I have to be honest, I feel like my first reaction is to get defensive. Yes, me too. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think that's yeah. natural for sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but it, yeah, I'm trying to cultivate, you know, a habit of, of, you know, moving past that as quickly as possible to the learning part of it. Uh, but it is just like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's the you? curse of, it's like the curse of, you know, the, this world now. Because like, we are lucky we have this, this connectivity in this crazy time. But mm-hmm. also like, yeah, it's also fucked us over in 10,000 ways. So I don't know. And it's also, and I don't know, I mean, I'm, I'm 50, so you guys, I, I'm a little older, but like, I mean, I grew up, like you apologize constantly in the culture I grew up. I was constantly, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So then like, I'm totally at ease with saying, I apologize and I, I'm sorry, but then I've gotten called out for apologizing too much. <laughs> like, right. People going, hey, you did nothing wrong. And I'm like, well, <laughs> like, no, you, okay. can't, you can't. Am yeah. I sorry for me? <laughs> well, and it is weird. I think, Malcolm, I think Malcolm Gladwell did an episode on his podcast about like our need for an apology as a society because that's kind of weird too. Like, why are we so? Why is it so important to us that we feel like someone has done their penance or like apologized? Well, correctly I think and then we- also, especially most of the time, it doesn't matter what anyone says. You know, the apology right. doesn't really. Well, yeah, it's not a true well. apology unless you're actually, you know, a lot of things to apologize for that, like, you don't actually change your actions or anything, too. So it's also, like, they can be so empty that it's, like, whatever. <laughs> Show me how you've changed. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, we have, like, that, that's one hard when you go, you know, when somebody's apologizing and you go, what are you apologizing for? And they're like, yeah. that one thing? And you're like, yeah. nope. Nope. <laughs> That's About not. 18 other things. <laughs> uh, oh, hold on. Exactly. Hold on one second. My sound just got weird. Hold on. Oh, oh okay. Three, yeah, we're okay. Back. Sorry about that. All um, right, all right, all right. <laughs> so, anyway, I think we actually- had a few. Okay, great. Awesome. Okay, great. Oh, uh, sorry. Quick no, message no, you're my, my hubble. Oh, you're good. Oh. Oh, you got some yeah. visitors coming? Nice. Oh, yeah. I got some visitors. Can't believe it. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Man, me and my roommates, we went to, the other day at our, um, our, I live in a trailer park here in Eagle Rock, and our other neighbors, they have like a little yard, and me and my roommate went over in um, those inflatable T-Rex suits and had coffee with them in their yard from oh, 10 feet away nice. from each other. Oh, this is really cool. I think I know somebody at that who lives in the same park. Um, she's got long hair, glasses, and I believe uh, she works in film. And you know, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. I, I forget her name. Je- but I know you're talking Jennifer. about Jennifer. I think so. Yeah, I know she lives over next to my nemesis. This guy that tells me that he used to Ooh. sell. This is a guy named Mark. Mark is um, Mark's like an older dude that like found out that I was a comedian. Oh no. It's bad. He tells me he will. He tells me like bad street jokes all the time. Um, and he also told me that he wrote Tommy Chong's act back in the day, and then had to sell it to him because he was Mexican. And I was like, I don't. Doesn't make sense to me because t- Mark is also Mexican. It's very. It was like very weird. I was like, so every time he sees me, he just tells me a weird joke. But he lives next to the post office or to the mailbox, 
So I got to like deal with them a lot. Trailer park mm-hmm. problems. No, I want well, anytime you tell somebody what you do and it's, well, I don't, yeah, I think it's for any job. You know, people yeah. feel like if you're, you know, in the medical field and they'll go, can you take a look at this? It's oh, on I my, know. it's on my yeah. arm. <laughs> can you take a look? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They always are like, I must relate this to something. So yeah. Yeah, if you're a comedian, you, they're like, all right, I've, I've got, got a story. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't have any fake. Do you guys have fake, fake jobs? You tell anybody you do or anything? Uh, Bookkeeper. Bookkeeper. Hey, I say I say bookkeeper too because I do do that. (laughs) Nice. I oh I I, yeah I'm I'm not very good at my own books. Uh, I have somebody I hire now to do it, but I I I have I've read a lot about QuickBooks. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. (laughs) QuickBooks. QuickBooks. Um, I say copywriter. Mm, oh, yeah. that's good. No one really has any follow-up that's, questions. Yeah. Tess yeah. is like, I have to say writer, but I'm going to put a copy in there. Copywriter? Oh, like Mad Men. Yeah. You're just like hairy on Mad Men. <laughs> 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 Babs, do you have a secret, um, uh, secret question? I don't I usually just say comedian because obviously I like attention, so I'm fine. <laughs> I'll deal good with for you. whatever. Good the, for you. I'll deal with the fallout of it. You know, usually. Even if you're on a flight. Like, oh, I like talking to people on flights. You do? Oh, really? That's yeah. wonderful. Wow. I'm not gonna like start a whole thing with somebody, but if they get into it, I will. I will have a conversation. You're ready to roll. Wow. Well, you guys know how I travel. No. <laughs> no, I was listening to this podcast um, that a professor at Yale was. It was based on a class that she gave about happiness. And mm-hmm. one of the episodes was about how, like, if you pull people, like, 90% of people say they don't want to talk to someone on a flight or on a train or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then when they did a study, after talking to a stranger, like, in an interaction like that, that same, like, percentage of people felt much happier. Better. Our perceived mm. notion of how it's going to be is, like, way worse than it's actually going to be. That's, that's totally true. Like, I've even had to, uh, I had a crazy talk with this lady who was totally a Trump supporter and stuff like that on a Southwest flight. And- Anyways, but, but I did feel kind of weirdly better afterwards, even though I was horrified by most of what she said. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of good to have a human interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think especially with somebody like that, because it can be, they can be a little abstract as far as like, I live in this bubble. I don't really talk to yes. yeah. Yeah. them. So you're like, oh, right. You are a person. Like, I don't agree with you, but you are human. And I don't like talk to people like you very often. Yeah. And she seemed like, I was like, I mean, Weirdly, she looked like, you know, she looked like an old white lady just like me. And I was like, what? What mirror? What? <laughs> She's your bizarro version. <laughs> yeah. just, I think, I think the, the, it's just been great for business. Like, okay. All right. Tell me more about that. Yeah. Uh, what business? You and your business. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We're going to take a break and then come back and solve a lady problem. We'll Ooh. be right back. Before we can we just get- say bye now if you want, Maria, or what do you okay, want to do? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. And I'll just give my answer to the lady problem. I'm going to say yes. Okay, <laughs> great. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our listener will really Thank you. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Well, Thank well, you guys um, so Tell much. everybody about where they can find your Zoom show or, oh, or that. Oh, my God. Uh, you can find my Zoom show um, off my Twitter feed, but you can also buy my special for 99 cents oh, off uh, Prime, uh, Amazon Prime. It just came out. It's called Weaknesses of the Brand, and uh, it's on Amazon Prime, Vimeo, 
uh, all the things, uh, Apple TV, et cetera, just not on Netflix. Oh, well. I did oh, my awesome. best. You did your best. And your best is better than most. <laughs> Cut out the middleman. Yeah. Thank, thank, thank you so you much, guys, Maria. Thank you guys so much. So Love you. Thanks, See you soon. Bye. 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 Hey, welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And Maria had to go do her um, her daily show. So we are going to do the lady problem. Um, mm-hmm. But if you, she gave her answer already, but we'll play it again just to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. He goes to hear it at the end. Um, and if you have lady problems, send them to us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. Lady problems. Do you have them? Lady problems. Do you have them? People have them. Hi, ladies. Over the past few years, I've quit the job that I hated, moved to a new state, and started a grad school program. During this transition, I decided to take a hiatus from dating since many aspects of my life was left to the unknown, such as where I'd be living, how much free time I'd have, etc. I didn't want to add a relationship to the complexity of those unknowns. Fast forward to six months after the move, and I'm settled into my new town and program. I decided to start dating again and got into a relationship with someone that I've been friends with since moving to my new town. He's smart, ambitious, funny, understanding, and incredibly supportive of my career and educational pursuits. Personality-wise, he meets a lot of the standards that I have in a partner, not to mention that he's incredibly attractive. The problem is that I cannot get off with him. A few months after the reality of my new life settled in, I developed severe anxiety and mild depression. I was prescribed an antidepressant and used it in combination with therapy. It works wonders. Um, I'm now coping with these disorders in a much healthier way and feeling like my normal self again. About a month of after a month of using the antidepressant, I noticed that I wasn't getting spontaneously turned on and that orgasming was difficult. This wasn't an issue because at the time I was single. However, that changed when I started my new relationship. After having sex a few times, I decided to talk to my boyfriend about my frustrations. He seemed really understanding. After visiting my doctor to talk about this issue, we made the decision to wean me off my antidepressants. It's been a while since weaning off and I still can't orgasm with my boyfriend, but when I... Uh, but I can't want to buy myself. I'm starting to think that it's now an issue of him using a technique that doesn't work for me or me being stuck in my head. My boyfriend has tried so many different things to get me off, but nothing has worked. My boyfriend's reaction is a bit discouraging. Usually when a guy goes down on me, I can quickly get off. At the beginning of our relationship, my boyfriend told me that he doesn't really enjoy going down on girls. And since then I got st- it's no. stuck in my yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Opposite of Maria, Maria's answer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and since then, I got it stuck in my head that he hates it and that I need it to get off as soon as po- that I need to get off as soon as possible, so he doesn't have to do it for too long. He's been better about going down on me and doesn't does it without asking or without me asking. But his technique is awful uh, for me. I've tried explaining what I like, but he always ends up going back to what he's familiar with. This quickly ends up turning me off. Almost an Another almost foolproof way to get me off is to use toys. I asked him about trying them and he was totally for it. But in the middle of our first try, I said very abruptly, you know what? I'm not into this. I want, wanted to respect what he was comfortable with. So he immediately stopped using them, but couldn't, but I couldn't help but feel almost dirty for bringing the idea up. I've also tried telling him exactly what I want him to do. For example, I'll tell him to rub me, but he quickly goes full speed on my clit. I'll tell him to slow down, but after a few strokes, he's back at it again at his usual speed. It ends up just making me feel super numb to the point where I'm totally turned off and can't recover. This whole situation is frustrating to me because I've never had a problem orgasming with someone before, and outside of this issue, I don't have any major complaints about our relationship. 
it feels unfair that I can like someone so much, but my body isn't showing it. Um, my boyfriend has been understanding and willing to put in the effort to try new things, but it feels like he's putting in the wrong effort. When we're having sex, it's amazing, but I feel like our foreplay is never long enough for me. Maybe the longest has been about five minutes until he's actively trying to give me an orgasm. And then after he's finished, he never comes back to reattempt to get me off. How do I communicate my needs with my partner that'll lead him to putting in the effort I need to orgasm? Since this is my first relationship in a while, I feel like it's difficult for me to give him the most accurate direction of what to do since I don't fully remember what my previous partners have done. Are there any techniques that you recommend for orgasming with a partner? Any advice is helpful. Dear Lord. Okay. Well, wait, I'm okay. I need to put this on my screen because... um, Here, I'll forward it to you guys now. Yeah. What did she say? Because it's like... You have a, I mean, the toys, if he's rejecting that, he isn't putting in the effort. Like, I can understand that obviously going down, you know, it's like very complicated. It's a lot of work and it can be confusing. Mm -hmm. And he, A, should be doing whatever it takes to make that happen. Exactly. Exactly. And I always say, if you like it, you lick it, period. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I just think that like, Without that set the toy thing, I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just yeah. not acceptable that he that he said I'm just not into this. I don't give a fuck what you're into. You're getting you're into getting your girlfriend off. That's the fucking Yeah, yeah exactly here. Well, and yeah. I think some guys get like intimidated by them and it's like this is not intimidation. You are still the person using it. This is just another tool in your toolbox. You know, exactly. that's that's exactly what it is. Exactly. Oh, here it is. She said my boyfriend has been understanding and willing to put in effort to try new things. But that's not true. Cause that's he not true. Did well, he and tried it, I guess. He tried it. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, but didn't, I didn't count that as trying, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, def- definitely not. It's like, no, you got to like actually work at it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. um, I think like, I mean, you maybe have done this, but I would, I, it's hard because you guys are obviously at a point now where it's like, there's so much pressure on this and that always makes it really difficult, not only mm-hmm. for it to actually happen, but for you to like talk about it because obviously you have talked about it and it hasn't necessarily worked and it's yeah. kind of hard to ask for what you want. But I mean, I would try to get super sexy with him and like, you know, masturbate mm-hmm. in front of him and like show him, literally show him like, this is what it takes. Like this is how it yeah. works, you know, with a toy or without a toy or whatever. I mean, if he's not getting off by, ju- if he's not turned on by seeing you have an orgasm without him, then I think that that's a deeper issue. Anyway, it yes. sounds like there is maybe a deeper issue in general, but that especially like that, if that's not sexy to him, then I don't mm-hmm. know what would be with you guys. Cause that's just crazy to me, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I agree. Um, and I mean, it kind of sounds like they just both need to relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, so whatever that means, like you know, smoke some weed or like do some yoga. I don't know. Like you both need to mm-hmm. chill out, like give each other massages, yeah. like whatever you can do to kind of like relax together. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And also just like, you don't need to like punch a clock to get this done, you know, like take your time. Like, you know, if he's already trying to get you to orgasm in five minutes, it's like, <laughs> well, it sounds like that's yeah. what she wants, but she's having a hard time communicating. Like he, whether she's directly saying it or not, is not taking the hint. So yeah. It's like, how do you elongate that process mm-hmm. or, you know, get him to realize that like, yeah, let's do some warming up here. I think it's yeah. a little bit hard if she's, I don't know if she's told him that necessarily. Yeah. And I think it's like, if you, you like everything else about this guy. So like if the things that you're liking outside of this realm are true, 
then he should be patient with you. And so whatever you can do to like, let go of this idea that things need to happen on a certain timeline or that, you know, fuck it. Like either like it's going to happen on your timeline or this isn't a guy that you should be with. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I it's I've definitely been in this position before and it's just so hard because there is so much pressure and then you both get in your he- own head so much about so many different things with it. So it's like it's very hard to get away from that. And I think Tess is right. Any possible thing you can do to relax, to mm-hmm. separate yourself from it and to say like, hey, like I don't need, you know, have to get mm-hmm. off every time. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like take that not not take that down if you not just hopefully yeah. like get you closer to being you know that a comfortable place for sure well and I think also like in the in the very specific case of like right now with quarantine I you know guys haven't been dating too long so I, I don't know if you're quarantined together or not but if you're not quarantining together like you could use this time to make like face facetiming and stuff like that like that you can really be taking your time and like be showing him like this is how I get off and like what I need you know because he can't be there physically Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If he's not, I'm assuming they are, but Maybe, yeah, if, if he's not there, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, this guy's really pissing me off, so it's hard for I me to like want to give no, him a bunch yeah, of advice because yeah. I don't think he's stepping up to the plate. I'm really giving her like a lot of benefit of the doubt and the like, <laughs> like everything else about him. Cause I don't love this situation for you. Mm-hmm. Cause I, yeah. yeah, I just yeah. feel like that's indicative of like everything kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think it's unlikely that, like, that's the only issue. If he's not being attentive to, like, your wants and needs in this regard, I, I'm just having a hard time buying that that's panning out everywhere. I Yeah, I was watching, um, I'm re-watching Last Man on Earth, and uh, there was, like, a part where somebody was saying, like, oh, I don't know if my relationship's working, and Kristen Shaw goes, oh, did lovemaking become a chore? And <laughs> <laughs> Like that really hit. I was like, that's wow, so that's what it is. I was like, that if that's what's happening, there is yeah. like, I think that's a good indication. Exactly. That sure. Something else is going on. And obviously I don't want to say that because yeah, yeah, it is your relationship and it is true. I mean, a lot of time there are partners and it's like hard to get together sexually and it's not, it's not always going to match up perfectly. And it's frustrating because you think like, God, there's so many things I love here. Why the fuck isn't this working? Yeah. So I agree with like giving him some more chances, but like, I don't know. It's, yeah. It doesn't. It that the toy thing really really bothers me. Yeah, me for sure, for sure. Well, I wonder and if the, like telling her that he doesn't like going. I that is like I fucking can't yeah. You don't ever don't say that to a woman. No, <laughs> just don't. Um, I mean, I would straight up just like stop making him come for. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. then I guess okay. blowjobs are off the table. I don't know, man. That's well, what I mean. Like it's tit for tat. Like if you yeah. want to take that completely off the table, then it's completely fucking off the table, which I yeah. don't think yeah. you want, sir. If you want to get your tat titted, yeah. <laughs> fucking go down on me. <laughs> well, and like I, I do wonder. Like I'm trying to think. Uh, I feel, I feel like a lot of guys, like if they aren't like cognizant of like the kind of porn they're watching and stuff, they can be like, "This is what sex is." You just like immediately start going. And you're just like fucking fuck, 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 and then you're done. And like I don't know if like maybe you guys could watch porn that like you like and like is kind of just more like the lead lead up to stuff together to be like this is actually something i'm interested in and watch how great this is you know like i think that's a very good idea mm-hmm. yeah cuz it's obviously sexy and it can maybe show him that whatever fucking weird <laughs> yeah it's so hard to be like literally like i don't like how that feels do something else and he's still not doing it. Yeah, I mean, I that's, yeah, that's very, that's the hard. Like, what do you do? She fucking told yeah. him directly what she wanted and he didn't do it. Well, so yeah. I think Tess is right that like, it's like, 
if he's not really listening mm-hmm. or helping you, like, come on. For sure. Well, and it's like indicative of like a not, yeah, not listening thing. You know, it's like, he's but not look, here. if it is the case that everything else is fucking awesome, then mm-hmm. I think work with that. Then what yeah. are some other ways that you guys can be intimate aside from that? Because I think if you focus maybe on that stuff, then that will spill over mm-hmm. into the other stuff. That's so true. if that is the case, then I would say maybe forget about the sex stuff for a little bit and just work mm-hmm. on, you know, emotional intimacy. If that is going well for you for, guys. For sure. Cause I mean, this definitely could be like a, you know, a byproduct of him just not feeling very confident in himself uh, and all this stuff. And he's just like, Nope, this is what I know what to do. Like, so him expanding his boundaries and like trying all this different stuff. He's, he's shutting himself down is what it sounds like. So, I mean, that's giving him a very big benefit of the doubt, <laughs> but like if you, if you, are building trust in other ways that could make it make him more willing to open up. I agree. I think that's a really good call. Cause it's like, if you really want to put the time in and see if this is going to work, like there should be no rush. Yeah. So yeah. it's just like, take away that pressure a little bit, just focus on being together and like, mm-hmm. don't. And also if you don't feel like fucking having sex or something, just say, I don't, I'm not, yeah. I'm good tonight. You know? Yeah. Yeah, maybe wait a little bit to you. Maybe build it up a little more so there there is a little more like sexual tension or something before the next time you mm-hmm. fuck. You know. Yeah, I think there's a lot of options. Like, uh, I don't know, but yeah, mostly just yeah. I think I think definitely evaluate and make sure that he is like mm-hmm. bringing it in the other areas of this relationship. Because yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the- I don't. I don't. I don't like. No. <laughs> no. Sorry, not. but that's kind of how we feel. <laughs> yeah. No. Same. Yeah. It's just I'm not crazy about this. And also, he like made you feel dirty about this shit. No. I, I exactly. There's so yeah. many like little things that just kind of made me go like, uh, uh. Yeah, it's eh, like shaming eh. and weird. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's so hard. It's so hard to find somebody who like, you know, matches all those things. And like, I've, I've been in very, very similar relationships where it did just come to a head eventually. And it just wasn't something we could overcome, you know, mm-hmm. so like, just know that that the world is not over if if that ends up happening too. you yeah. know, like, I, the older I get, the more I've become so much more comfortable with myself and able to like communicate those kind of things. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's just like, there's a light at the end of the tunnel in either direction, you know? So like, if this, if this does indicate a bigger problem, it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. either. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, you can kind of, I don't know. I mean, I would just make him listen to this. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Hey dude, uh, get it together. (laughs) Make, yeah, make your ladies orgasm a priority before yours. Yeah. And then maybe, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. If you need a podcast to tell you that, so help you God. Um, <laughs> hey, how well, about I don't know, how, Maria? What does Maria think? Hey, Ma- hey, Ma- hey, Maria. Hey, Maria. <laughs> Let's should, check in with Maria. Hey, Maria, should this guy figure it the fuck out and go down on his woman? I'm going to say yes. Well, yeah. you heard it there first. Good there answer. Go. You heard it there first, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Maria. <laughs> She's she was just hanging out. Uh, yeah. She was hanging out for the rest of this, but she's got a definitive answer there. Yes. So, um, that's yeah, that's our show. If you guys, yeah, send us lady problem if you have one at ladiesladycomedy at gmail dot com. And um, yeah, that's uh, do we got any any hot goodbyes? Any hot goodbyes? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, well, what can... are you guys? What are you guys gonna do after this? Um, I'm gonna. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna install this goddamn bed bidet. It's gonna get done. That's today. hot. 
That's Fuck very yeah. hot. Look, I, I got told, who told me? Uh, our, our listener, Kim. Oh, shout out to Kim for giving me a mask uh, that she made. That was very Aww. sweet. That's nice. um, but she told me I have hot guy energy. And I was like, oh, cool. Well, I'm just going to go install a bidet, ladies. I'll Wait, see you. Where did that come from? Uh, because, I don't know, we were just talking about... <laughs> breakups and how great I am and she was just like yeah you have like you just like have like hot guy energy and I was like okay I've never thought that oh before. you were talking with her she wasn't like responding on no, no, Twitter no, no, or something no, 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 no. oh okay, okay. No, 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 no. I was like where did this comment come from no she she she's a friend of friend of the show who like dropped drop yes, by yes, yeah, so yeah. it's like a uh, big dick energy but like sexier yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, I was like, I think cool. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, felt do good. You like that or not? I do. I do like that. I mean, I kind of agree with it. I feel like I don't know. I have more hot guy energy than hot girl energy sometimes. I, think. I could see that. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna install a bidet after this. I gotta go to Home Depot and get the right wrench for it. Wow. Can't wait. <laughs> what about you guys? Be careful. Home Depot's a fucking scene. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. That's all right. I'll be good. I got my gloves. I got my mask. Gonna walk those streets. Yeah, I'm um I'm gonna yeah, I need to practice piano. I've been putting it off Ooh. and then work out. Yeah. That's about it. Oh you test. Work up a sweat. I'm gonna yeah. go roller skating and then go on a run. And then I have a Yay! show. Yeah. Where are you gonna roller skate? Um I'm actually like my childhood elementary school is right up the street from my mom's house. So I'm gonna oh go roller skating at my childhood elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Awesome. I'm actually really excited. Aww. Holy shit, I love that. That'll be so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Well damn. You guys have the most fun. And uh listeners, thank you so much. Uh we appreciate you guys. Um if you want to hear the top secret session, we're gonna be at patreon.com slash lady to lady um over there and uh yeah thanks for all the new new patrons we re- really appreciate it fuck yeah you guys rule all right talk to you later we'll see you next time bye. bye can't get enough of us subscribe to our patreon for exclusive bonus content access to our first 100 episodes and more go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up as little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, lady to lady podcast to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, lady to lady comedy.com for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our PO box is 412-794 Los Angeles, California 90041. And please leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love Bye. you. Bye. 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 Bye.